0: some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Equipped to Be. I'm Connie Albers. Today's episode is part two of my interview with Ashley Wiggers. You know, if you remember from last week, and if you didn't get a chance to go listen to that episode, make sure you swing back there You will really enjoy it. We talked about Ashley being a second-generation homeschooler. The impact that her mother had in shaping and forming the homeschool movement, Uh, I knew her mom very well, and she was a delight. She was such an encouraging woman, and she has actually passed on those attributes and that love of learning and that passion for homeschooling to Ashley and her husband, and they now run a company. So we're going to talk more about the company that they run. I am a columnist for Homeschooling Today, which is one of the endeavors with the company. And we're going to talk about the future of homeschooling. So grab a notepad because I think you're going to be encouraged. Hey, Ashley, thanks for coming back. This was awesome. I know that last episode was just rich and full of encouragement. So let's turn our attention to what's happening now, the future of homeschooling. And I would bet, because you and I've talked a lot, uh, that... uh, We're seeing a definite shift and pivot in the homeschooling. Not only is there 40 million kids learning at home in some form or fashion, but the educational system has gone 180. I mean, it was different before. Now it has really changed. And uh, the options are now have been expanded. Before you just kind of thought of a typical homeschooler. Mom and dad are home all day with the kids, which that was a misnomer anyway, because we were never home all day with kids, but uh, <laughs> but it's changed. And so, Ashley, let's dive in. I want you to tell us all the projects that you have going on in the company, and then we'll go from there.
1: Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for having me, Connie. My husband and I own and operate Paradigm Press, and from that, we publish... Homeschooling Today magazine, uh, which is a quarterly magazine. And the funny thing about that is my parents actually started Homeschooling Today magazine. Next year is going to be the 30th anniversary. Isn't that crazy? Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. I know. Um, So it changed hands a couple times. They ran it for a few years and other people ran it. And then my husband and I brought it back into the family in 2012. So it's been a really neat kind of full circle experience with the magazine and watching my mom work so hard to make it a great resource for homeschoolers. And then her passing that vision on to me and us being able to run with it. Uh, And then we also have unitstudy.com, which is a great place to uh, find unit studies on all different kinds of topics. And it's fun and engaging and it really brings learning to life, which is the goal. So So
0: do me a favor real quick before you go into the others. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit, what what is unit studies? Because some people might not know what that is. Yeah, so a unit study
1: is learning about a topic from all the different subject areas. So one of the wonderful things about homeschooling is that you do not have to follow the traditional separation of subjects that um, happens in a classroom because, you know, they had to kind of separate things out to make it more manageable. And we really don't learn that way. If you think about it, you know, you don't think in different subjects. Everything is connected in the way that we see the world and the way that we learn and the way that we think. So why wouldn't um, education be like that? So with a unit study, uh, let's say you're learning about the oceans. You learn about the science, you know, the animals. You learn about weather. You learn about, um, you know, Uh, historical things you learn about, geography, everything comes together. And when that happens, our children have a big picture perspective of what they're studying and they remember it. Um, It means more to them when they see it that way. And you don't go from, you don't start and stop from one subject to the other. It all flows together. So it makes learning really natural.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. We used it; it's it's very effective when you're bringing a new baby into the house or there's some some crisis or turmoil or something. It's it's a really good way to kind of tackle teaching multiple children at one time. So that's another benefit of using unit studies. So and so we got the dot com homeschooling today magazine. What's next? Well,
1: and then we also have uh, the curriculum that my mom wrote and she she co-authored it and it's a unified approach to learning. So a unit study is different in that it's topical and the branches kind of go out from the main topic. Whereas what my mom wrote took that idea and it builds in from a main concept perspective. Okay. So I'll give you an example. The first level is all about the exploration of our country. So she looked at what it was like to be an explorer at that time. And you study, you know, kind of with the base of history, but you pull in language by reading about people of that time and what they went through and what their lives were like. And the vocabulary and the spelling and everything comes out of the books that they read. And then science ties in because you're learning about how they navigated by using the stars and you're studying the animals that they came across for the first time. And geography, of course, is an easy one to tie in. And really, geography is something that gets somewhat left out and left behind. And it's such an important piece for children to be able to have a common sense perspective of what they're learning about. Um, So all the subjects in mom's curriculum tie together and uh, follow a theme kind of of how our nation was built. And that's called the Trail
0: Guide to Learning series which is excellent, by the way. Thank you. Okay. So is there more?
1: Well, my husband's family own and operate Geography Matters. And so they produce excellent geography resources and curriculum and they actually published my mom's series. Um, So that's Geography Matters. And it's a great a great place to find resources for geography materials, which is why we're so passionate about geography.
0: <laughs> All right. So I, I know, I just, I'm just going to s- just stop for a minute. All of you moms or dads that are listening to this thinking, I can barely get school done. How in the world does she run one, two, three, four, five, five different kinds of businesses. Plus, Ashley's a speaker, and she writes, and she has children, and you're thinking, she's Superwoman. She does it all. Okay, so let's talk about that, Ashley, because we both know Superwoman is a mythical character. It's fictional. It's definitely not not real. So what do you say when you hear that? And I'm sure, I mean, I hear that, and I have to kind of say, I have my answer. I want to know, what do you tell these moms that look at you kind of cross-eyed thinking, I have no idea how you even do this? Right. Well, um, help is required (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: and definitely prayer as well. But, you know, it's not trying to go too far too fast and taking kind of the pieces that we have and trying to juggle them the best we can, because we can't always do everything perfectly or everything in the right way. But um, with that, you know, we we really hold family as the number one thing um, apart from our relationship with the Lord. So family comes first and we make that a priority in our lives that we don't let the other things encroach too much. Um, because if something is, is getting too out of control in that way, well, then we just need to slow down that aspect because yes, we want to make progress and we want to move forward in our businesses, but not at the cost of, you know, what really matters and what's really most important. And I learned that from my mom, she ran the magazine and she was a speaker and an author. And my dad, um, was a college professor. And so they had a lot going on and then they would take turns. Some years my dad was our homeschool teacher and some years my mom was our homeschool teacher. And, um, they made sure that one of, one of them would be available to, to be with us, you know, and have that impact of time. And I'm really grateful because she, She showed me what it looked like to value family, but also to value her ministry, because what she did for homeschooling families was a ministry. And that's the way we see our businesses as well, because, you know, (laughs) you're not going to get rich quick in this, uh, especially with a magazine. Um, But we work hard because we want to help parents remember what matters most in the end. I think I'm kind of the living proof that you can do this, but you can do it with keeping the heart of your child at the center, you know? So that means we didn't, we didn't do everything, you know, (laughs) sometimes I meet homeschool parents who are like, well, what about, what if there are gaps in their history? And I'm like, there will be, that's the number one thing you can know is that you will not be able to teach them everything it's impossible. So you can just raise the little white flag right now and free yourself from that burden. You can't teach them everything. You can't prepare them for everything, but you can teach them how to learn. You can teach them how um, learning is a wonderful thing we do together as a family. It's a great experience. It's relational, it's engaging and exciting. It's not drudgery, you know, because if you can pass that on, then it's something they would want to do for their whole life.
0: So those are awesome points. And as we think about the future of homeschooling, I began homeschooling. uh, I've been in the homeschooling movement now for, this is starting my 31st year. And I have spent a lot of time uh, influencing and shaping and forming the movement But the movement over time has changed. And Ashley, here's a difference that I'm seeing. Uh, When I homeschooled, when I started homeschooling, I felt this calling. This is what I needed to do. I uh, I wasn't running away from something like the public or private school. I wasn't running away from them. I was running to something that I envisioned to be better. Not that I felt like confident, because I certainly didn't. I didn't know phonics. I actually learned phonics while I was teaching my children. I didn't even know what phonics was. You know, I was I was a school a public school kid, and they didn't teach phonics. They taught you know see and say, and so I learned a lot of things as I was homeschooling. But the vision, and I know your mom had this too, is we were running to something. We knew exactly what we were running to. Now, we weren't sure how this experimental method was going to turn out. <laughs> Thankfully, there's now all this, you know, proof of all these kids that have, you know, grown up and homeschooled and done well. You know, we're not proving anything, but we were trying to prove it could be done. That's done. It's settled. Here's my concern. Your generation, Ashley, I'm not sure they know where they're going. They may. I feel like they're running away from something, but they're not quite sure what it is they're running to. Tell me, like, talk to me about that. Well, I think
1: the passion behind the beginning of the movement, it was such a bold decision to homeschool. It was so far out there. No one else was doing it. So you had to have this sense of destiny in order to make that decision. You really had to know this is what you know, we're doing even though it's crazy. <laughs> and now, since it's not quite as as a much of a crazy choice, you can kind of test it out. You can say, well, if it doesn't work out, you know, we can go back to this, da 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 da. And I think you're right. I think some of that sense of destiny with it has been lost. And we have to have that because once you get in there, you realize homeschooling is the road less traveled for a reason. It's a very challenging road. It is incredibly worth it, but it is also challenging because of the balance, because you're you're doing so many things um, and you feel like the weight of your child's education is on your shoulders. And that's a big weight to carry if you don't have faith in this is what I'm called to do. And that was something my mom, her her life verse, her her favorite scripture was 1 Thessalonians 5.24. And it says, faithful is he who calls you, who also will bring it to pass. And that was her biggest message to homeschool families. Are you called to this? Because if you feel like you're called to this, God will equip you. It's not on your shoulders. It's actually on his shoulders. And with that comes another wave of freedom and sigh of relief that you don't have to figure everything out. You don't have to know everything first. There's someone walking with you who is going to enable you to do this. And, you know, people all the time when we travel and do conventions, you know, back before COVID, um, people would share their stories of, I just didn't know what to do with my child. This was an issue and we were struggling with this. And then all of a sudden, you know, I found the perfect uh, co-op class that really solved that problem. Or I read the perfect article that made me understand something in a, in a new light. And I can just see the faithfulness of God leading people all over the place. And so if we knew that, you know, if we could, instead of hope for that, if we could know that that's what he's doing, he will supply what you need and he'll help you take those steps. So long as we're almost taking enough deep breaths to be able to hear him and follow him, because if you're just trying to do it all, uh, one mom in particular I met, I remember it was just edged on her face to, the the, Um, pressure she put on herself to figure everything out and I asked her if she enjoyed homeschooling and she looked at me like well what does that matter and I thought to myself that matters more than all this other stuff that you're doing with your kids because they won't remember it most of the things we teach them they're not going to remember but they will remember how we treated them they will remember what learning, um, looked like, you know, they'll remember what we were, what we put on a pedestal, what we valued, they will value. So if we're only valuing the result, if we're only valuing the uh, success or achievement or, you know, fill in the blank, then that's what they're going to value too. And they're not going to see the value in the process. I love,
0: I love what you said. You know, I view it like this. Uh when I'm talking with moms or on the podcast, I'll say, you know, as a mother and you as a, a mom of, of littles, you know, we set the the temperature. We we kind of we set that thermostat and and I mean we set the temperature and we in order to know what the temperature needs to be, we have to monitor the thermostat, right? And I think it's important for us. We have to be aware of what's going on within ourselves, like that mother you were talking about. Homeschooling is a job. I mean, I did it for decades. It is a job. It's just a job you don't get paid for, (laughs) But, but it is a job. And motherhood is the ministry of showing up. I mean, God just wants you to get up every morning and put your feet on the ground and say, okay, what's my assignment today? and then be joyful about doing it. Does that mean every second's going to be joyful? No. But the future of homeschooling, I believe, is this beautiful blending of life and vacations and work and meals. Everything is kind of coming together under the one roof. And we as moms... We set the thermostat and then we monitor the temperature. If it's getting a little too cold, we have to adjust that. If it's if it's getting a little too tense, we can adjust that. We have the ability to adjust that so that our home is a place of growth and love. And I know some of you, I know some of you are listening, you're thinking, Connie, after 2020, we're just in for survival. I tell you, you know what? I am with you. I was trying to survive 2022, <laughs> 2022. 20 at 2 TOO and I get it I think all of the world has just been trying to navigate that and here we're just a few months into 2021 then it hasn't really changed much uh we're getting some more freedoms back but there's still a lot of disarray there's still a lot of confusion there's a lot of division among family members over issues that frankly blow my mind, whether it's a vaccine or it's a mask or it's whatever it is uh, that is ripping through families. And Ashley, is, as we you know kind of discuss the future of homeschooling, uh, my goal, especially in my column of Homeschooling Today, and by the way, if y'all haven't subscribed to Homeschooling Today, uh, you need to do that. Uh, there is an amazing team of contributors experienced moms that have, that have done it. They're either in the midst of doing it or they've run the race. And they're people you want to listen to because they might save you some pitfalls. They might save you some frustrations. <laughs> they, might, they might save you from wanting to quit. They may just have that olive branch. So check out homeschooling today. But Ashley, as we think about this last segment of the future of homeschooling, Do you see it getting stronger? Do you see it in this massive pivot and shift because of our culture, cancel culture, the divisions where families are just saying, you know what, let's just circle around and hold each other tight because these are the people I'm going to be doing life with. What do you think about that? I think homeschoolers
1: have this incredible opportunity. I think if we can shift our thinking and our perspective to really see the gift that homeschooling is it would change everything because if you shift your mind from looking at what you have to do you know what's if you if you kind of change the outlook and see it from the way that I get to do this and maybe you fell into this unexpectedly and you, you're you thinking, I never wanted to do this. I never planned on this. Well, if you're in it, you're in it. And if we can see it like that, I get to do this. I get to be there for some of the aha moments. I get to learn along with my child. It doesn't have to be eight hours a day. Please don't try to recreate the classroom at home, do what works for your family, do what's best for your family, and take that as an opportunity to find out what's best. You can discover your child's gifts and talents through this process if you're if you're looking for that, if you're seeing it that way. Um, So I really think parents are going to come out of this with a better knowledge of who their kids are and you know, really having gone through something like this together as a family, I think will make them stronger.
0: I was just writing something down, you know, know who kids are. That's such a, that is, that is a gift. That is a gift that I think many parents, I mean, actually it was actually, it was actually eye opening for some parents to realize you know all those teachers that were complaining about your children and you're thinking it was just the teacher and now you're with them all the time you're thinking maybe maybe my kid can be a problem maybe my kid <laughs> my child can be disruptive it's given it's opened our eyes to a lot of things good and bad good I mean mm-hmm. there that's the way the nature of life is and then and the nature of parenting is messy it's there's good days mm-hmm. there's bad days it's the nature of homeschooling there's good days and there's bad days there's days you cried yes. because you didn't get everything done and then there's days that you're celebrating because uh, somebody learned to read that day and it's it's like man we've been working on this for a year two years three years and the light bulb goes on there we get to experience those aha moments. And as I think about the future of homeschooling, it it has uh, made me think about something. Ashley, we have been talking about we're we're working on planning, and and that is our role in leading, shaping, equipping the next generation. You know, it, equipping them in this high calling of educating their kids. I, I don't even like to say they get a quality education. I mean. To me, that when I hear that, I think, "Oh, you're just going for average." I mean, homeschooling (laughs) is the opportunity to create an excellent education, and now, right, and that can look different for that's just in so many ways. Yeah, Mm -hmm. what are your family goals? So, Ashley, let's let's use this last little bit of time to talk about how uh, we feel God is using us um, for you know the next the next change as the culture is shifting and how God is going to be using us to equip you, the listeners.
1: Yeah, so I think um, what we're really excited about is this phrase that has been growing and kind of building momentum, uh, which is homeschooling boldly. So not just dipping your toes in the homeschool waters, not just kind of trying it out and seeing how it goes, but deciding that, you know what, I'm going to do what's best for my family. I'm going to enjoy this time with them. We're not going to get it all right. We're going to have mistakes. We're going to have ups and downs. But then the thing that we will do is homeschool with boldness instead of fear. Yes, and so that's the big message that um, we've been working towards.
0: Woo! It's so exciting <laughs> because remember when I said earlier in the in the episode, I was saying, you know, we were running toward. I was running towards something, a vision, a goal that I had for our family. And as I'll just share, I've shared this before, but I, I feel like it bears repeating. If if you haven't stopped. To write down what matters to you. What, what do you want to see in the dynamics of your family in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years from now? If, if you haven't done that, do it. Write down mm-hmm. right now. Write down three things that you want to see in your family that's important to you five years from now. And- in five years, Ashley, your daughter's going to be five years old.
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? Lincoln will be 10.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, And so, mamas and dads, as you're listening, in 10 years, you might be an empty nester. If you have middle Mm -hmm. schoolers, if you have high schoolers, you might be a grandparent in 10 years. Here's my challenge to you. Whatever that vision is that you want for your family, Ashley's mom, Debbie, had a vision for her family. I had a vision for my family. Ashley has one. And and her husband know that we're not like solo. We're not doing this solo. we we have spouses and they have input. So I I talk about Ashley and I, but know that there's there's an equal half to this. Um, right. But if you don't if you don't know and you haven't written that down, write it down. That's my challenge. Write three things down, and yes. then two. If what you say you want to see in your business, in your family, in your homeschool thinking about that Ashley your daughter's going to be starting kindergarten in 5 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if that matters to you and you're saying right now Connie this this matters to me. I love what you guys are saying. I love the vision you're putting out here. I love that you want to equip uh parents to homeschool boldly. Yes, yes. Then you got it's got to start today. You got to work yeah. today toward that goal in 5, 10, 15 years. What would you add to that Ashley? I would just say, think about it this way. You know, my mom, um, she passed
1: away when I was 27. And I am so incredibly grateful that she made our time together while we were homeschooling about more than just school. She made it about our hearts. She made it about our future and who we were created to be. She made it about the relationship and the time together. You know. I, like I said, I don't remember a lot of the things that we did, but she deposited things in me and my life that I've been able to carry forward. So I would say, don't forget the big
0: picture of what you're after. Don't forget the big picture. I had to write that down. Yes. And then every day, motherhood is the ministry of showing up. So every day, get up and do the next thing. And when you go to bed at night, if you are lamenting, if you – I can't tell you how many pillowcases I – oh, I drenched with tears and mascara because, no, I didn't take my mascara off at the end of the day uh, over what I should have done that I didn't do or what I said that I shouldn't have said. If that happens, then you do do that to let that out but then give it to the Lord. And the next morning, His mercies are new every day. You're going to get up and you're going to look to Him because He is the architect of your kids. He has a plan and a purpose for your child. He knows how He has formed them, shaped them, molded them. He knows how they are hardwired, and He has trusted you to help guide them along that path so that they take up the mantle of where they are supposed to be and what they are supposed to do for the Lord when they become adults. It's a beautiful picture. It's one we have to constantly consider and be mindful of because that's what will help you get to that turning of the tassel or that uh, launch. As I've, you guys have known, I've recently launched my last child. It's an amazing. It's an amazing, humbling, sometimes scary. Nervy, unnerving place to be, but it's also a beautiful place to be. And that's the goal. So Ashley, thank you for joining me uh, for this episode of the future of homeschooling and how people could connect with you. Ashley, just real briefly, tell us where we can find you and whether it's an umbrella or diff- all the different pieces. And, I'll ha- and friends, I'll have this in the show notes too, but Ashley, tell us where we can find you.
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me, Connie. It's been great to be on here with you. And um, homeschoolingtoday.com is where we have the magazine, and uh, unitstudy.com is where we have our unit studies. So check us out there, and um, geomatters.com is Alex's family's uh, business. So we'd love to have you on board.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Ashley. We're glad that you were with us today. All right, friends, oh, well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being faithful. Uh, thanks for just your support. And if you would like to partner, uh, you can message me and contact the show, and we would love to talk to you about how we can partner with you. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equip to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.